Hello and welcome back to episode two of a proper full-on gay podcast. Oh no, that's no. not right, is it? No. I did. No. Full-on gay crisis. That's the one. Podcast. Exactly. Yes, it's quite a mouthful. That isn't it. it is. Not our original title, but. <laughs> no, but our original title was already taken by another uh, podcast. Uh, I know. Uh, what was our original title going to be? I've forgotten again. Um, why are we like this? Oh. That's what we wanted to call it, wasn't it? That was it. But anyway, we've gone with a proper full-on gay crisis now, so Which we're sticking works. with it. Yeah, we're yes. making it work. Yeah. And we're very excited to get into chatting about the second episode, Crush, which looks mm. adorable. Things are starting to heat up and yeah. get interesting. I'm excited for this one because I'm excited to talk more about Elle because mm. I remember that we get a lot more of her story in this one so we can have a talk, um, you know, chat about her a lot more um, and I'm excited to see where this relationship between Nick and Charlie is going to develop. Yay. I know and we said we'd try and do no spoilers in this podcast mm-hmm. so we will stick to that but yeah, safe to say that we know by this point that something's gonna happen you're you're the absolute worst at this (laughs) no spoilers means no spoilers anyone who's seen the trailer or the still at the beginning of this episode before i've even pressed play on netflix the still (laughs) image on my screen is um nick carrying charlie into the ocean which Am I watching the right episode? It's, yeah, it's it's certainly. I don't think you are watching the right episode, no. but it definitely, uh, definitely, <laughs> it definitely gives you uh, that impression, doesn't it? When you, as soon as you click onto you it, know, it's a romance. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's more of a case of you watch to find out how they fall in love. Obviously, they're going to fall in love, but you watch for the journey, don't you? I suppose so. (laughs) Before we get started, we just wanted to say a big thank you to everyone who's got in touch, um, replied to us on Instagram, um, who's already listened to the podcast. It's really, really fantastic um, to see that after just one episode, people are already interested and uh, want to hear more so thank you so much yeah and we really hope that people will um you'll be able to play on play along with our heart stopper moments mm. um by ranking them alongside us yeah. um so that we can all have our our definitive lists by the end of the series and also sending in your your panic line moments so i think we've had one submission for panic line already haven't we from last week's episode we have indeed so we asked you to tell us your advice you wished you could scream through the screen um, to tell the characters during the first episode my advice was for Charlie to stop apologizing so much and be more confident in himself David's advice was for Nick to get some hairspray (laughs) both equally valid points Um, the response that we've already had and again it's only the first week so we're chuffed that we've even got one Um, so we've got some advice Um, from Jess who's written in and said she would like to tell Tao Tzu to chill the F out (laughs) (laughs) which I think is good advice for Tao at any point in the series not just episode one yep (laughs) yeah I think I was thinking about this because we touched a little bit on um, how 
on, on sort of the backstory between Tao and Charlie mm-hmm. as friends and how we get a lot of information from the way they're talking about how they've been friends for a long time yeah. and how to, to looks out, out for him. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't get a sense from the way they were with each other mm. that they were close. I didn't yeah. feel a friendship between them. There was It was very much a case of we were being told that they were close friends, mm-hmm. but I still haven't necessarily seen that kind of that warmth yeah. Um, between them and so I'm I'm hoping to look out for some more of that in the coming episodes mm, I think that might just be Tao's kind of style of affection or expression in general I don't think he's I, a very I think, mushy I think, right. I think Charlie's the kind of lovey-dovey like heart on his sleeve cute, adorable tells people how he's feeling kind of person I think Tao is more reserved to put it politely yeah and I, I think and I think there is also an element that there's there's a lot to pack in and Definitely. they've probably prioritized you know the assumption of friendship mm-hmm. rather than spending that time actually really building up the, that chemistry between them yeah. because it's 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 um you know I suppose a secondary part of the story yeah and I suppose you know maybe they've been friends for that long that they don't really need to like say it anymore or they don't need to like be polite to each other <laughs> yeah it's it's not it's it's not about it's not about politeness for me i think it's um that in some shows without two characters even needing to say anything mm. you know they've been friends for ages just ah, because of I the see. way that they are with each other mm. and i just don't get that with tara and charlie i feel like they have to be like oh remember we've been friends for all this time <laughs> and all these things we've done together yeah because otherwise you like you don't i don't i just don't feel that chemistry in this do you know what i mean mm, i do i do and i think that that will develop throughout the series i'm hoping so yeah and i think now that we've kind of got past that exposition we have some more opportunity for that and so i'm looking forward to that in this episode exactly they've explained to everyone is now they crammed a lot of information into that first episode fair play so much information yeah yeah now we can get to more of the emotion of the series which is very exciting should we start watching I think we should just get into it. Um, so the background information or the, the synopsis on Netflix for this episode, which is called Crush, is that Elle struggles to settle into her new school as Charlie and Tao are convinced Nick is straight. Mm. Nick starts to question his unfamiliar feelings. Mm. You're definitely on the right episode. Yes, I am definitely on the right episode. And the still above it is definitely Nick carrying Charlie into the water on my screen. So I don't know. But it, that is definitely the same synopsis that I have here as well. Fab. So. Okay. Let's, let's just go get for going. It. Okay. So we've just watched the introduction. We have, and again, so, so <laughs> much has happened. So um, we open on Nick mm-hmm. um, in his bed, mm-hmm. scrolling through Charlie's Instagram, looking all the way back, mm-hmm. um, 
seeing posts that have been liked by moustache wannabe um and he's like proper smiling he's got such a um such a glow when he's looking at smiley's charlie's pictures does he's so adorable isn't he he's just yeah such a lovely expressive face and yeah just you can Mm. already see the warmth that you were talking about um yeah definitely um, and so then he comes across a picture of the rugby locker room mm-hmm. that um, Nick has put, hate this place. Oh, sorry, Charlie's put, hate this place. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so Nick's face instantly falls mm-hmm. and we get an insight into Nick's mind as mm-hmm. he has a sort of kind of nightmarish vision of Charlie yeah. being bullied with homophobic slurs mm-hmm. um, and having a horrible time and it's really dark the way it's shot um mm. it's really gloomy and you get those eerie cartoon characters that come in yeah um and it feels and like it's a mixture between like nick's memories of things that he's heard other people actually mm. saying and then he's you know interpreted from that what he thinks charlie might have gone through that's how i interpret it anyway yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a sort of, um, it's a kind of pulling together. It's um, things kind of falling into place in mm-hmm. Nick's mind, isn't yeah. it? And a sort of a realisation of, of what's what's been going on. Mm-hmm. And the way he calls out Charlie in the middle of it, it's just like, oh, my heart breaks. I know, I know. And probably that realisation as well of, well, it's, this isn't a spoiler, because it says at the beginning of the episode that Nick starts to question his feelings doesn't he <laughs> so it's probably a start of a realization for Nick that if he is interested in Charlie in a crush like way is he gonna open himself up to this same kind of like nonsense <laughs> yeah absolutely and I hadn't thought of that actually um, but yeah, that's a really good point, isn't it? Because there's that sort of that that almost innocence of yeah. just like appreciating Charlie almost, and perhaps mm-hmm. not not even thinking about what that might mean. Yeah. Um, and yes, then thinking about actually the implications that that would have on his social life, mm-hmm. um, you know, his school experience, mm-hmm. and all of that. You know, which is something that we all have to think about yeah. um, before coming out. Um, and something that you never really stop thinking about because every time you go into a new job mm-hmm. or a new situation yeah. or you meet new people, it, there's always that consideration, when when do I bring that up? <laughs> it really there? is. And I always, I still get like, I can feel like my heart getting a little bit faster every single time. Mm-hmm. I have to come out all over again, you know. You think of coming out as like one big event that happens when you're a certain age like what age were you when you came out and then that Mm. was it you're done you're out congratulations but no you have to come out all over again like you said every time you meet a new person and yeah it still feels maybe not as scary but there's still an element of being unsure what people's reactions are going to be and oh definitely yeah, yeah yeah it's definitely not an easy decision but mm. not easy to not come out either. It's a no, it's that sort of that inner turmoil, isn't mm. it? And I think we kind of we almost see that even with the the, the credit 
slide itself, mm-hmm. the word Heartstopper and Crush, um, is very, very much written in black and white. Mm-hmm. Whereas the previous episode, it was quite it was pastel colours. Yeah. Um, and here it's sort of scribbled in and it looks quite harsh. And I think yeah. you, you always get a sense that, that things are, are becoming... Um, more difficult for the characters yeah and the music over the top of it as well again it mm. started off as like a gentle drum beat when he was looking at um charlie's pictures and he was enjoying his instagram and then by the time it gets to the end of that you know little dream sequence where he's imagining how tough things have been for charlie it's frantic isn't it so you mm, can just imagine yeah. the panic setting in of oh my goodness I can't believe, you know, how horrible that Charlie's had to be through that and what could this possibly mean for me? What am I about to open Mm. myself up to if I pursue these feelings? It's Mm. a very good representation through music of that feeling, I think. Yeah, yeah, spot on. So after, after the credits, there's the continuation of that scene. Yeah. So Nick then starts to respond to Charlie's message from last episode. Yes. And we see all of this kind of deliberation, mm-hmm. how he's going to respond, mm-hmm. which I love. Yeah, the and then he the finally deleting, settles on sending, are you okay? Are you feeling okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, Charlie's still playing the drums, really looks like he's letting out all that frustration of that. Frantic. Yes. So mm-hmm. it's still conveying that frantic feeling and that frustration and that emotion. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as he receives the text from Nick, he just drops everything and there's a sudden change of tone and the nice calming music sets in. And. Oh, so calm. Yeah. yeah. Just like relief, isn't it? That mood shift is wonderful. It really is. And I think mm. that's something that this show does really, really well yeah. the whole way through. It just pulls you along. You know, you're there on the emotional mm. roller coaster with them, with the music and the way that it's shot. And, oh, yeah, it just draws you right in. And seeing them both, like, sat in their rooms, messaging each other. Um, and, like, there's a moment where Charlie feels like he can't respond anymore because he he doesn't feel Mm. like he can open up and so he's just like banging his fist on the floor and like i don't know what to do but then nick persists and he's like i really want you to open up and and then he does and we get this flashback is it it's like he leaves it not pushy no minutes and then when he realizes that he's seen on his screen that charlie's been typing deleting Mm. retyping He's so in yeah. tune, isn't he, with how Charlie's feeling. He's realised mm-hmm. he's struggling. And it's not like pushing him to open up. It's like encouraging, I'm here, you can be honest with me, but you don't have to if you don't want to. It's that series of messages, isn't it? Yeah. It's like the perfect combination yeah. of, I'm here, I want to know more. Please feel free to tell me more, but you don't have to if you don't want to. And, yeah, just really encouraging and sweet. I, I just, honestly, I'm just so in love with the idea of Nick Nelson. Like, he's just, he's just he the perfect. Yeah. Ah, oh, yes. Charlie's done well. I'm very jealous. Yeah, I think he, he's just, yeah, like you said, he's almost like the concept of the dream, straight, sweet, responsive, caring. Yeah. Yeah, and so then Charlie obviously then decides to open up to Nick. 
And this is when we get kind of the backstory about Ben and how they met, mm-hmm. sort of told through a little flashback, which is a really mm-hmm. sweet moment, actually. Yeah. And it does seem quite nice, doesn't it? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, um, you know, the tapping the knees and mm-hmm. the kind of gentle encouraging, oh, you you were really brave to come yeah. out last year. Um, you were brave for putting up with the negativity, even mm. if it wasn't your choice. Kind of, yeah, it's it's sweet and supportive, but it also shows why Ben maybe wasn't ready to come out. Yeah. Which, you know, like Charlie says, would have been fair enough. Mm-hmm. He wasn't ever pressuring him to try and come out. He was just trying to, you know, ask him to be a bit nicer to him and not be such a knob yeah yeah and um but even so once nick's heard the story he kind mm-hmm. of realizes that he doesn't want to be friends with this guy anymore and i think yeah. that shows you know his, his real kind of allyship there mm. in that he obviously recognizes that charlie is a kind soul yeah. and is Which someone is. who is worthy of his friendship and his respect mm-hmm. and um it very much changes his opinion of ben hearing that story yeah Definitely. And he gets a little heart in response, and it's just so beautiful. <laughs> no, and the smile. I don't know how... Um, <gasps> His little half plays. smile. Yeah, he, I don't know if he does that intentionally or if that's just the way his face works, but either way, it's beautiful how his oh i love his smile the corners of his mouth go up one at a time he's such a subtle actor he's i just Mm. he's really brilliant and i think he's he's absolutely going to be one to watch in the next few years you get so much from his face in this scene kind of going from concern to Mm -hmm. joy Mm -hmm. to confusion to Mm -hmm. you know you get everything in really subtle subtle um looks and it's just uh, it's just brilliant it's a really he was he's so well cast yeah and Um, he's got an adorable dog leaning on his leg the whole time while doing it yes he has yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then of course we get the supportive straight friend comment oh i know and you can just see as well you know we're talking about kit connor but same for joe Locke. he is fantastic in this scene as well because neither of them move much they're both just sat in their rooms but the amount of emotion and the expectation that uh, joe conveys in his face after Mm. he sent that text you know, he's holding his breath almost. You can feel it, can't you? The yeah, waiting yeah, you for. Can. Yeah, I don't know what he thinks he's going to get back at that point. And then that exasperation <laughs> when he just gets like, lol. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, oh, God. Oh, sake. Yeah, you want to bang their yeah. heads together, don't you? You do. <laughs> but anyway, I think, you know, we've, in, in these few minutes, mm-hmm. their friendship has just gone to another level. Definitely. And I think they've really built up um, a trust and mm-hmm. um, respect in each other. Yeah, for through sure. this messaging, yeah. And I think that's, uh, you know, it's so well conveyed mm-hmm. um, here. And especially when we kind of go from that not sure how to respond to a mm-hmm. much more free-flowing conversation, you know. Yeah. And they are much quicker getting back to each other, yeah. aren't they? There's none of the hesitation, none of the rewriting. It's just back and forth and... Uh, yeah, just feeling a lot more open with each other. 
We've just watched that lovely little section, short, sweet little two minutes of um, introducing where Ellie's up to at the moment. Mm. And I think we get our first look at Tara and Darcy. Is this the first time we've yeah, seen them? Yeah, it is, I believe it? it is, yeah. Although we still don't know their names yet. Um, as far as, um, you know, we haven't actually sort of been introduced to them, but we get mm-hmm. lots of kind of longing looks at them. There's obviously... Elle's kind of drawn to them, I think, isn't she? Yeah, she's recognised that they seem like her kind of people, I think. Yes. Um, and, you know, they obviously are very close, the way they're kind of sharing their mm-hmm. scarves and giggling um, and mm-hmm. spending a lot of time t- together. Um, and um, I, re- I really like this section because, again, there's no words that we... Yeah learn well yeah sorry there's a little bit of teachery exposition yeah, again i was but... gonna say the teacher does actually introduce tara yes and says she might be a good person that i could assign to you know introduce That's you to true. people so she you know yes. or introduce the idea that tara is someone friendly encouraging that's gonna be a nice person to chat to i think yeah um but you know e- even without that we yeah. get a sense that you know, there's there's something there that interests L, mm-hmm. but L is um, obviously feeling is you know looks completely isolated. Mm-hmm. She's not integrated in that class at yeah. all. And um, she does the same thing as Charlie's just done with the I'm fine. I don't want to bother anyone. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. no trouble. I'll just keep to myself. And it's just not good, is it? No, I think, but it's really interesting where Al is at, isn't it? Because, you know, this isn't at all a story about her transition. Um, yeah. She's been there, she's done, she's been through that. Yeah. And this is her new start. Yeah. And she, I think still, while she knows who she is now, mm-hmm. I think she still feels that she doesn't know how the world will take her. Oh, and so I think there is point. that hesitancy, isn't yeah. there? Um, it's like I know who I am I know where I'm supposed to be mm-hmm. but I'm going to wait for the world to kind of come come to me yes and I sort of I look at her hair as well and like she's got the big glasses mm-hmm. and the big hair mm-hmm. and it's almost like a kind of don't see me see all of this mm-hmm. and don't don't see me yet and I sort of wonder if that's all kind of part of a tactic um, but yeah it's it's just it's told so well through the the visual storytelling yeah. and um you get the really subtle colors in the background of the trans flag the way the the classroom is decorated yeah. which is so clever and the detail is just lovely <laughs> it's it's amazing i just yeah i feel like i say it continuously but the colors the lighting the mm-hmm. music in this show yeah. and the fact that the music that's playing over the top of the um montage of her kind of watching uh tara and darcy from afar is uh is it i like girls or something like that uh yeah but it's without the words isn't it yeah oh it is just called girls and the artist girls. is girl in red yeah yeah so that's a really interesting kind of layer isn't it um and yeah even within those just couple of minutes we're bang up to speed with mm-hmm. where where Elle is yeah. it's so clean um and efficient but yeah i think it's a great little great little Mm, section yeah lots of longing looks at uh potential friends in the distance but yeah and it it doesn't feel like a romantic longing it's just that sort of you know connection isn't it uh, yeah yeah. longing for inclusion i think Mm -hmm. but like you say waiting for them to come to her i think Mm. um which i think they eventually do but we'll find out well we'll find out episode Hmm? Shall we carry on? 
So in the next section, um, Charlie is scrolling back through the extensive conversation he's had with Nick yeah. last night. And we sort of see, you know, and right up to the fact that they really needed to go to bed, which is mm -hmm. always a strong sign, I feel. Mm -hmm. But Tao just rolls his eyes like a terrible friend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's being a terrible friend. I think he's trying to be a good friend. He's trying to protect Charlie, isn't he, from getting hurt. Because in his mind, it's 100% certain like he says, Nick is 100% straight. Sometimes people are just straight. Yes. <laughs> as yeah. your straight friend. But bisexual people do exist. Oh, I as know. As Charlie <laughs> says. I love um, that Do you know what I noticed in this bit mm -hmm. that I didn't notice the first time and I'm now kind of possibly overthinking is that um, Charlie says to Tao, you're not exactly the authority on realising when people are gay. So I'm wondering if like maybe Charlie had to really make a point of coming out to Tao and Isaac or I don't know is there a bit more backstory there I don't know I could sort of imagine Tao being a bit oblivious to it mm, um yeah. did you ever have any of these sorts of crushes on somebody who was you felt was un unobtainable for whatever reason um, yes I think I had a, a quite a big crush on a girl in my class in secondary school who was very, very clearly not gay and also probably slightly homophobic. Um, so wouldn't have been a great match. Um, <laughs> that didn't like lead to anything more than that apart from me just being like, oh, she's really, really mm. pretty and... Um, yeah, we were friends for a little bit and then she um, deleted me off Facebook when I came out. So I was like, oh, suspicion oh. confirmed. Oh dear, yeah. yes. <laughs> so definitely yeah. wasn't meant to be. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you? Oh, uh, I mean, every other day. <laughs> if it wasn't um, the sexy guy who worked in the co-op that mm -hmm. we used to go on break and get um, snacks from. Um, then, ah, oh, there was Aiden who was on the rugby team oh, in my high school. Lad. Oh, Yes. Oh, he was, um, oh, he was gorgeous. <laughs> so you can relate very strongly to I this. I 100% yeah. relate to all of this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just a normal part of the, the teenage experience. And as Mr. Rajai says, you know, having a crush on a straight boy is just... A typical part of the teenage experience and you just gotta suck it up and suffer like like anyone else. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I love his response. It's quite meta, isn't it? Because it's like, it does recognise that the teenage emotions are at times a little ridiculous. Yeah. But it is ultimately something that most of us go through. I say that, I spoke to my partner about this when we were watching it mm -hmm. and he was like, oh no, I never had any, like, I was never like massively crushing on people i just fancied them a bit what <laughs> oh i remember i went through a phase um obviously before i was out where all the girls in my form in school were trying to get me to tell them who who i found attractive like who do you fancy mm -hmm. who do you fancy you must fancy someone i was like nope don't fancy anyone massive crush on a girl in my form and was like no just just don't fancy anyone so maybe i don't know no your partner's too old to still be pulling that one, isn't he? But <laughs> Probably, <laughs> he was yeah. so in denial at the time that he's convinced himself he never had any crushes in school. 
<laughs> no, no, I think he's just n- not not that in touch with his emotions. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Uh, anyway, yes. So, Mr. Ajayi, um, yeah, like you say, he's kind of taking the mick a little bit, but he does try and give Charlie some advice and say, well, maybe distance yourself a little bit from this person because, you know... It's going to get complicated. Feelings are going to get hurt if he really is straight and you really are that, you know, interested in him. And that's just not an option, is it? No. No. Not an option. Not going to do that. See you later. (coughs) And, yeah, away we go back to Elle's girls' school. Right, so, in Elle's uh, girls' school, um, Tara approaches Elle and asks her to sit with them at lunch oh no she starts off asking her about a pencil case doesn't she so that's really cute where did you get it Mm um and then asks her to sit with her and darcy at lunchtime and Elle's a bit suspicious isn't she because of what the teachers suggested before about being friends with tara she's like thinks that it's a bit of a setup yeah, and I can't work out if it is or not, but I think, you know... Either way. Either way. Doesn't really matter, does um, it? No, and Elle does then go to the canteen to meet them, and you can see, again, there's a sort of hesitancy, mm-hmm. isn't there? Um, but she goes and sits down, and there's a, that sort of shimmer of light, isn't there? That little optimism as she yeah. walks into the canteen. And I was wondering if you think the cup and the straws that are on the walls mm. are a little nod to Tory and Solitaire. <gasps> oh, they probably are. I hadn't even thought of that, but there are so many tiny, tiny little details like that in this show. So many details. I don't think that would be an accident. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Oh, so um, clever. And then it's ruined by <laughs> Darcy handing her a monster man. It's the worst crisp of all time. <laughs> it's certainly the most divisive Whoa. crisp. Yeah. I feel like you either love or you hate a monster man. But maybe that's a good test, actually. Maybe if she likes the monster munch, they they can yeah, be friends. And I can't sit anywhere near someone eating a monster munch. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about Darcy saying, uh, as her opening line, Hi, Tara says you have no friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's quite funny. I, I do like her. Again, she's very frank, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> but it's not in like a insulting way. And there's never a not single moment where you think, oh, she's a bit unsure about Elle or she's, like, trying to put her off or make her not feel welcome. She's still very welcome. Um, Yeah. It's just her style of communication, I guess. (laughs) It is, yeah. And we do get a real sense of that fun between Mm -hmm. her and Tara. Yeah. With sort of throwing food at each other Mm -hmm. and having a giggle. And I know that Darcy sort of pushes her buttons a little bit um, Mm -hmm. with kind of, oh, yes, you know, best gal pals. And there's a sort of a hint that there may be something else there, Mm -hmm. which Tara sort of shoots down with a look. But again, they're very in sync. They're very in tune with each other. They are. And, yeah, you can tell that Tara is definitely not ready to tell people if there is something more going on between them, because no spoilers. Um, But, yeah, Darcy is a bit more... Living on the edge, isn't she? She's... A little bit, yeah. 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 She's being a bit cheeky. So... I did not stop beaming the whole way through. I know, my cheeks hurt a little bit from smiling. It's just too cute. Right, so we've just watched the section where um, a few things have happened. So 
uh, Nick and Charlie were at school together in form. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick has shown Charlie on his phone his adorable pictures of his dog, Nelly. So adorable. So just, it shouldn't be allowed for one dog to be that <laughs> cute. Um, please, please, if you're listening and you have a cute dog, then feel free to send us pictures because um, I don't think any dog could rival Nelly for cuteness, but I'm happy to be proven wrong if it means I get to look at more <laughs> cute dogs. Um, so, yes. Uh, Charlie's very jealous because he really wants a dog but can't have one. And so that provides the opportunity for Nick to say, oh, you should come over on Saturday and meet her. Yes. And we linger on close-ups of their faces Mm -hmm. for quite a while. We get Mm -hmm. a back and forth and they're just looking at each other and their faces are just beautiful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It's that kind of expectancy of like, oh... Yeah, it's because it'll be their first time hanging out outside school, won't it? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it definitely is another step forwards in their relationship, which is very exciting. And then as Charlie's getting ready to go over to Nick's and meet him, Tori appears (laughs) out of nowhere. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Classic Tori. Um, Yeah. And she's always sipping something out of her little cup with a straw. And um, she immediately knows what's going on, doesn't she? Oh, totally. She totally knows. Uh, Because the way he's fiddling with his hair, Mm -hmm. and she's like, it looks the same. It does look the same. I could not. I had. I had no. No realization that it had his hair. I don't think he did. Um, I think. But he's (laughs) no. He's he's fussing over it, Mm -hmm. and you know, it's very clear that he's getting ready for something important. Mm -hmm. And Tori again, another fantastic actor you know doesn't say much but just with that knowing look is like okay mm. have fun at nick's yeah your friend nick's and yeah we get a lovely wo- scene where, where nick is uh, charlie's then walking to nick's mm-hmm. house and it's sunny mm-hmm. and it's bright yeah hopeful um, optimistic soft focus mm-hmm. and we see him like his shaking finger oh, like hovering over the bell yeah he's still hesitant isn't he bless him and that yeah. uh, Attica chase music over the top um the composer for this series it's just mm. yeah it underlines all the emotions so beautifully um that kind of excitement mixed with hesitation and yeah and then nelly comes to the door and puts yes. charlie at ease straight away which is lovely what an icebreaker. And, and they have their little hey, hey. Oh, all the haze. Yeah. And um, Nick notices Charlie's haircut, even if... Straight away, No one yeah. else could. <laughs> that, again, shows how much he's been paying attention, doesn't it? Yes, looking at all of those Instagram pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have this great scene where they're playing games mm-hmm. and Nick's complimenting Charlie, telling him how good is everything yeah. and they sort of they kind of i suppose they make physical contact for the first time outside of a rugby setting yeah. where charlie like pushes him onto the bed and puts his hand over his mouth yeah. and it's just it's so sweet it's mm-hmm. really sweet yeah there's no awkwardness between them at this point is there they're very yeah. clearly very close very comfortable with each other and yeah like yeah. you say probably the fact they've played rugby together helps with that a bit doesn't it because they've, yeah, yeah. they've had to have physical contact before on the rugby pitch so yeah. it's not a huge leap to 
just shove him on the bed. <laughs> no, and it doesn't. It's not in a sort of sexual no, tension no, 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 way no. at all. It's very playful yeah. um, and very innocent. Absolutely. But it's, you know, it's it's but it's very it's it's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we move into the snow this, scene. Oh, the snow scene. I mean, it does feel. <clears throat> A little bit unrealistic when they're just lying on the bed and then all of a sudden they look up and go and now it's snowing i'm like really <laughs> oh yeah because we either get horrendous blizzards or like slush yeah we never get perfect snow <laughs> in this country it's a perfect <clears throat> snow day in yeah, england yeah. just at the exact moment that we're having a cute playful moment together um yeah but there is because it's a love story and it's perfect Exactly, and this is that Hollywood moment that straight couples get all the time, Mm -hmm. but we never get, and it's just pure and again playful. And the song "Dance with Me," I think this song won an award for being used in this scene for you know best use of music in a in a TV show, Um, and it is it's so it's such a good use of the song here. Yeah, not just this song. Every song in the series has been perfectly well, yes. placed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fantastic choice for this scene. That song. Yeah, and the Perfect. soft focus and the yeah. slow motion. Yeah, everything. Gorgeous. Perfect. Yeah. And the fact that I like that you don't hear what they're saying to each other in this scene. It cuts away from them speaking completely to just focus yeah. on the music and the emotion, and you can just yeah, yeah you can see that they're still talking and laughing and interacting and together. glowing oh yeah i mean that's probably partially the the cold icy cheeks you know from the very yeah real but snow that ear to ear smile oh i know on nick's face it's oh. gorgeous it's gorgeous and then when they're lying on the floor with nelly in between them and then mm. the snowflakes turn into little cartoon snowflakes which i've decided now when the cartoons happen it's because there's strong emotions happening strong romantic emotions happening i'm gonna put in no i'm gonna put in another alternative Uh i'm gonna put in that it's change oh interesting because they're often related to the seasons Mm -hmm. so with uh, leaves or snow yeah and i think yeah i think it's it's a change coming Uh in that makes sense that's what i'm yeah yeah That's what I'm running with for now. That does make sense as well. I'm happy to go with that. Okay. So following on from the beautiful snow scene, we move to inside. Charlie's obviously gone home. Nick's making himself a little cup of tea to warm up again. And chilling in the kitchen with his mum, OC, Olivia Coleman. (laughs) And uh, yeah, she just mentions that he seems much more himself around Charlie, which I think is a lovely observation, isn't it? Yes, and he seems surprised initially. He's like, do I? Mm. And then when she says, oh, yes, he has um, just that little sort of subtle smile to himself, mm-hmm. um, which, which, yeah, which is great. And then when we move into him in school the next day, yeah. he's still glowing. Like, he's yeah. got such a smile on his face as he's walking through um walking along mm-hmm. and then he's just in his own world with yeah. his group of friends behind him yeah and apart from he does get his grump on a little bit when he sees ben but then quickly yes. gets his phone out starts texting charlie um mm-hmm. and, and that's when we meet imogen who's been yeah. spying on him hmm. it's like who are you texting 
Oh, Imogen. She's, yeah, she's quite a sweet character as well, isn't she? She's very likeable. Yeah. I sort of find her annoying initially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think that's that's who, you know, she's meant to be a little bit like that, isn't she? That's her kind she of function in the, in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's quite sweet. And again, it's very sort of teenage, isn't it? And yeah. um, it's obvious that she's got a bit of a crush on Nick as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but then that sort of sparks that shame in Nick. Mm-hmm. And he very quickly deletes the message that he was going to send to Charlie oh, no. to ask them to meet up again. And I feel yeah. like that sort of signals that there is a kind of a connection now yes. between his feelings a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And that he's realising that there is an implication to his friendship with Charlie more than more than just being friends exactly exactly because if there was nothing more to it he would not be deleting that message so he knows he knows mm, what's happening he knows deep down and then we move to the side of the rugby pitch where Tao is chatting to Charlie about his uh, rugby knowledge which is limited <laughs> Yeah, and I did feel some. I I, I warned to Tara in this scene because he was making an effort and mm. like he was making a joke. Yeah. Um. And the seat, you know, there seemed to be a real friendship there yeah. between them. And actually, this is the first time that Tao has tried to talk to Charlie about Nick mm-hmm. sensitively. Yeah. And hasn't just rolled his eyes or kind of gone in on it. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, I want to talk to you about him. Because, you know, I found out this information. Mm-hmm. Because um, I've sought out this information. Like, he has actively yeah. gone and found a guy that he kind of knows, who kind of knows Nick, so that he can try and do some digging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to protect Charlie's feelings, hasn't he? He's really gone out of his way. Yes. And I feel like, yeah, had this scene come earlier, I think that would have given me more of a sense of that with him and, Ch- mm-hmm. and and Charlie. But he then goes to sort of stage this intervention because Charlie is convinced that there is hope because they've been spending a lot of time together yeah. and he's been feeling a change mm-hmm. in the way Nick has been behaving with him. Which, as we've just said, based on Nick's, you know, response after Charlie left and the way he was planning to text him but then didn't and that hesitation, mm-hmm. Charlie's not wrong. Like... Charlie is spot on. There is something developing between him and Nick. Yeah. And even in that scene, Nick pulled away from the rugby group to seek out Charlie and to check in with him. Yes. And to wave. That's a um, really lovely moment as well, isn't it? You can see when all the rest of the rugby boys at the end of the match are really, really together and like mm-hmm. piling on top of each other. Nick's kind of outside that moment, isn't he? And he's just seeking out Charlie to wave to him because he's the one he wants that connection yeah. with. Um But in the meantime, Tao is telling Charlie that Nick really was really interested in a girl at the girls' school called Tara Jones, who we already know. The dots are connecting. They are. Okay. So in this next scene, we see um, Tao, Isaac, Charlie, and then subsequently Mm Al in their kind of intervention (laughs) session. Yeah. which is a really nice scene, actually, because they're all sort of talking really fast at each other, trying to figure the situation out. I even Isaac. And I think, even Isaac, yeah. I don't think Isaac has spoken before up to this point in the whole series, has he? 
apart from maybe like he one said a few words. Sentence, yeah, he's not said a lot. And then all of a sudden, he's super chatty. He's he's proper into this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's invested. Yeah, you do. It's, it's, that's, it's that kind of investment in your friends' romances, isn't it? Yeah. Which is always quite exciting. And I love that Elle's like, oh my God, just stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, calm them all down. Yeah. Talk to me one at yeah. a time. Tell me what you want, but like calmly and in full sentences. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's a great influence on them, I think. Um, she is, yeah. But then she then, when they tell her the reason they want to find out this information is because... Charlie's got a crush on Nick Nelson. Her reaction is then exactly the same as Tao, isn't it? It's like, oh my goodness, straightest person ever. Um, mm-hmm. But she reluctantly agrees to try and talk to Tara if she gets the chance. Yes. And as luck would have it, in French class, mm-hmm. where they have some very um, stereotypically French wall drawings of accordions <laughs> and Moulin Rouge, <laughs> yes. they're practicing talking about and they're having very important French conversations about yes. do you have a boyfriend? And I do remember these classes where, like, it, that was it was expected that the boys mm-hmm. would say. J'ai une petite amie, mm-hmm. and the girls would say j'ai un petit ami, mm-hmm. and like that was just yeah. There was no um, accounting for anything else. It was just like nope. if he if he said it any other way, it was wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so in this scene, you know, Elle is is starting to piece two and two together about yeah. Tara and Darcy, and it's really very it's very cleverly done actually. Sort of the use of um, it as part of a French lesson um, mm-hmm. is great. So Elle's kind of done her work and she's found out the information that she needs to find out. Tara's definitely not interested in Nick Nelson and not exactly. got a boyfriend. So that's the main thing. Oh my goodness. We rejoin Nick and Charlie in school. And yes. Nick comes, comes and sits down and Charlie initially has this nightmarish sequence with... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, with the grey squiggles kind of um, coming in and enveloping him with it's Nick saying... It's literally almost the opposite of the dream sequence he had in the previous episode where Nick was surrounded by the nice pink yeah, glow and was saying, you're absolutely opposite, right, Charlie. I'm totally gay and I'm really, really into you. But now yeah. this is the polar opposite. Yeah, I'm straight. What are you we talking be about? Anymore. Totally straight. Don't even want to be friends with you. Yeah. But... When we snap back into the room, mm-hmm. Nick senses something's up, leans right in mm-hmm. and asks him what's wrong. Yeah. It's really safe, isn't yeah. it? They are in that moment together. Supportive. And, yeah. Yep. And Charlie studies his face for a moment mm-hmm. and then asks him to come to his house. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you could tell there's the hesitation, isn't there, where he's about to yeah. ask are you gay? Are you straight? What the heck's going on? Um, but then he just asks him to come over instead, which is a fair call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Nick's little smile. It's just, he has Adorable. the best smile. He really does. They both do. They just bring that light out of each other, don't they? It's gorgeous. And then we cut over to the girls' school and Elle is just outside in the corridor and comes across... Lurking. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Minding her own business. Yeah. Um, looking around the corridor and comes across Tara and Darcy having a little bit of a 
intimate moment together, just holding hands in the classroom. Again, kind of joking, arguing, very yeah. playful. And they, they, you know, they let Elle into the inner circle at this mm-hmm. point, don't they? And this, you know, this really cements their friendships and that kind of hand-holding. Yeah. It's just like, right, we're here together. And, she, you know, she's found her tribe, Elle, hasn't she? She has. She's figured out that they're the school lesbians and they're okay with her knowing. Not many people do, but they trust her enough. And it's, yeah, she's found her tribe, definitely. She has indeed. Um... And then, oh gosh, this next scene yeah. at Nick's, at uh, Charlie's house. Yeah. Nick comes to Charlie's house. Mm-hmm. We really flipped whole... through a lot quick in this section, didn't we? These scenes, one after the other, like Charlie yeah, and Nick but they in the happen classroom. quickly. Mm. Uh, and then over to the girls' school, and now back to Charlie and Nick. And yeah. Yeah. And oh, this brilliant scene with the drums mm. where Nick's like got no clue yeah. and then so Charlie comes and sits and holds his arms oh. and they do it together and the way that Nick is looking at Charlie throughout this yeah. he always just like wanted to scream at the telly look up just look yeah. at the way he's looking at you yeah. it's beautiful and then he looks away as soon as as soon as Charlie looks up oh. and yeah. and when Charlie senses that things have got a bit too close he like jumps up and he kind of jumps back mm-hmm. and I think he's sort of to protect himself yeah. to not get too invested in, mm-hmm. in that, that moment um, but again you've got that soft music in the background and it's sort of it's building anticipation isn't it yeah definitely and then they go on to watch a film together Charlie falls mm-hmm. asleep next to Nick again showing just how comfortable they are with each other Yeah, they really really feel like a safe place for each other don't they and then uh, Nick's kind of toying with the idea of holding Charlie's hand which is just so sweet and you get the little sparks flying the little cartoon mm. sparks oh, the little crackles yeah oh. Oh. and he he like he feels them doesn't it and mm. he pulls away and that sort of like uh, that talking to himself like nope ignore it nope mm-hmm. don't do it but then the temptation is like too strong and he tries to go back again and it's like, ah, oh, gosh, what do I do with this feeling? But he can't quite bring himself to, mm-hmm. to put their hands together. Yeah. And again, Charlie doesn't know about any of that because he's fast asleep. So Nick has been giving off some very, very obvious signs in yep. this visit to Charlie's house that he is definitely interested and Charlie's just missed them all, which is yeah. like, ah... But then when Nick goes to leave, um, he looks at Charlie, he's like, he looks so cuddly. And I completely missed this line the first time that I watched it. And he goes in for this hug. And it's just it's just the best hug, isn't it? It's so yeah. uh, like he's probably the enveloped yeah. and he's like, I've got you. Mm-hmm. And it's just But then again you see in his his eyes, he's like that realisation mm-hmm. that the, the kind of the draw yeah. of being close to Charlie mm-hmm. is is becoming too strong yeah. for him to ignore now. Yeah. But he's still very much got a, a kind of an inner debate about how he feels about that. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't know how he feels about that. No. And I think well, I think he knows how he feels. Yeah, but he doesn't know how to interpret whether he is okay with that feeling, I exactly. think. Exactly. Yeah. Because he's also got that very recent, you know, experience of 
the negative connotations that Charlie had when he came out at school. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah, it's not an easy thing to do to to come to terms with those feelings in yourself and to then be able to have the confidence and be sure enough about it to put that out to the rest of the world knowing or, you know, thinking you know what the reaction is going to be. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, not easy. But if he, even if he doesn't know, mm-hmm. Tori does. <laughs> oh, Tori knows. Yeah. Tori knows. Tori knows. Yeah. <laughs> and she just appears again, doesn't she? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With her drink, she's always just there, and uh, yeah, she's a great kind of overseer of this development, yeah. isn't she? So, in this final, final beautiful oh scene goodness. of this episode, um, we see sort of cutting between mm-hmm. Nick scrolling through his Instagram and the pictures that he took with Charlie yeah. on the snow day which I believe the actual cast took themselves they, they did. were yeah yeah which is just such a lovely touch isn't it that they would they were actually doing those selfies yeah. and that you know they weren't staged I mean obviously they're staged they were safe, me, but, but they were very authentic yeah. and yes genuine and mm-hmm. lovely lovely mm. to and you see, really feel that yeah and to see Nick Again, Kit Connor with the facial expression acting, just Ugh. flitting between, oh God, the kind of angst looking at his group of rugby lad friends on Instagram and then flicking over to the smile that just creeps onto his face when he sees the pictures of Charlie. And then mm. we flick over to Charlie, who's also lying on his bed, texting his friends, what does it mean if the hot straight boy hugs yeah. him for like a full 10 seconds? <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I love that Elle comes back and she's like, oh, well, guess what? There's zero chance mm-hmm. of him and Tara becoming a thing. Yeah. She's like, she's not subtle about this secret at all. No, but, but she, she does say, like, I can't tell you how I know. But no, <laughs> no, yeah. They're just not, definitely not becoming a thing. Meanwhile, Nick's sitting at home, zooming in on Charlie's face in the mm. snow day pictures, stroking the side of his phone longingly and oh uh, yeah even that the finger acting like <laughs> you can't even see his face in that scene i've just realized it's literally no. just his hand holding the phone and just from how he just gently is tracing the side of charlie's face with his finger you can see the affection and oh yeah. it's just incredible and i was gonna say the shot from behind his head where you can see mm. he's like been running his hands through his hair yeah. trying to, like in anguish mm. um and the way he just sort of like turns and he's made a decision he's going to get his laptop and he's going to look and i hunt i so identify mm. with that i was about to say Searching. have you ever googled oh yeah, yeah. I've been years mm-hmm. um you know, searching and reading and Buzzfeed trying quizzing. to make sense <laughs> of it. Yeah, because um, it is it is where you turn to for answers these days, isn't it? And they're probably not the answers that you need um, in reality, but it's a way of connecting with the world out there mm. and finding other people who are going through the same thing. Yeah. Finding... Um, I suppose because I was raised Catholic as well, there was that sort of trying to reconcile mm-hmm. that and trying to understand how that would fit into 
that faith yeah. and whether there was a place for the two together mm-hmm. all of that so yeah absolutely um identified with that with that feeling of 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 searching and yeah the not necessarily wanting to hear the answers that the internet mm. has for you yeah yeah again there was definitely that hesitation wasn't there when he was typing in mm-hmm. to google that am i gay and and that's the end of the episode that is the end it cuts of away. the episode um yeah this is the episode that absolutely sold me on this series mm. after the first episode i was yeah. like yeah i think i'd like to, to keep watching this Seems cute. after this episode I couldn't stop watching it. Yeah, absolutely the yeah. same for me. The first episode, mm-hmm. I was like, huh, seems cute, sweet, funny. Yeah. Okay, I could watch more of this. The second episode, I could not stop watching more of this. And it was, no. I binged the whole thing in two days. So, yeah. yeah. Just that development of the relationship between the two yeah. central characters is just stunning. And I really love as well Elle finding her feet mm-hmm. and um, the dynamic between those those three characters um, over in the girls' school. Yeah. Um, and just the way it conveys emotion of all the characters, you know, you really do go on this roller coaster with them and you feel it. Yeah, going to end up saying that a lot in this series, I think. <laughs> I, th- I think so, yeah. So we now need to pick our heartstopper moment for this episode. Mm-hmm. For me, there is an absolute standout. Okay. And that is the hand Hands. crackles. Yeah, I was just thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, it's got to be the yeah. hand crackles. I, I mean, was Tom. Yeah. I Go thought on. before we started it that it might be the snow, mm. but yeah, just that. Again, it's kick on his face and his reaction to yeah. the crackles. It's like he can see them. Yeah. And the way he sort of pulls away from them and sort of looks, you know, rolls his eyes mm-hmm. up to kind of search for what the, to understand this. Yeah. It's just so beautifully done. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah. relatable as well, isn't it? I think that mm-hmm. the snow scene was beautiful, but like we said, maybe a little bit of a fantasy, but the, the hand crackle, the wanting the longing to be closer and then the pulling away and yeah we've all been there for sure yeah Definitely. wow well that was nice and easy that was easy <laughs> yeah 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 no i keep sort of going back and thinking oh did we pick the right one last week did we talk about it enough mm. we've done it now but this week yeah Decisive. i think there was no no contest yeah because so, there's thousands uh, of moments like there's thousands of lovely moments in the show oh, yeah. and we're sure that you know you know others who listen to this will have different standout moments and please Mm. do um, message us Um, we've now got the Instagram properly set up and running so you can um, message us on there it's at heartstopper fan podcast um, and just let us know what your most heart-stopping moment from that episode was because there there were definitely others that could have won that but Mm -hmm. yeah hand crackles all in terms of our definitive list does mm-hmm. it come in higher or lower than the high montage from last <sighs> week oh now this is going to be more tricky i think mm. the high montage from is is quite iconic mm-hmm. i think within the whole season yeah um, but in terms of emotional impact i feel like mm-hmm. the hand crackles have just got the edge and i think I would be inclined to agree with you. I think, yeah. So is that going in at num- the new number one? I think that's new number one. New number okay. one. Okay. 
So, hand crackles yep. at number one. <laughs> High montage at number, number two. two. We have an actual list now. Oh my goodness, this is <laughs> yeah. very real. And for our panic line section, mm-hmm. do you have any advice for any of our characters I this week? I do. Um, I, the time that stood out to me as wanting to scream through the screen at the characters was when Nick was just having a go on the drums. Charlie was scooched up on that tiny little stool next to him, hand over hand, showing him what he was doing. And... Uh, and not looking up and realising that Nick was gazing at him with all that longing and mm. loveliness. And so, yeah, my advice is to Charlie and it is just to look up. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, I think my advice is going to go to Darcy. Mm, okay. That handing people crisps is not an acceptable way to make friends. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it did end up working out. It was okay. Yeah, it did indeed. Um, So, yeah, send us your uh, advice for our characters. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'd love to hear your takes. Yeah. Humorous or otherwise. Yep. Again, hearts at Heartstopper Fan Podcast on Instagram. Or you can email us if you prefer. Um, which is heartstopperfanpodcast at gmail.com. Um, please, please do get in touch. If you get in touch within the next week, then you might hear us reading out your um, advice or um, your opinions on what's the most heartstopping moment in our next episode. So please get in touch. Yeah, and again, thank you so, 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 so much to everyone who's listened already. Yeah, and I am so excited for the next episode. Oh, it's going to kick off, isn't it? What's the next oh, one Oh, yes. The next one is called Kiss. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's all coming back to me now. Um, <laughs>